Hello and welcome back to the Casual Fan episode 3. Um, just before we even start, we'll give a quick shout out to everyone who's reached out. We've got a lot of people like telling us how much they've enjoyed the content so far yeah. and people like I haven't talked to in like, a good while and people I didn't expect to reach out and they did. So thanks to everyone and thanks to everyone who's listening. We've got listeners in Texas, <laughs> um, Denmark, Denmark, UK, uh, UK. that's probably Evan. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> we'll take it. Take it. We'll claim it. And uh, we have a, a massive contingent in, in Burrofoli, yeah. apparently. 22 people <laughs> out of 5,000. So 20, Shout out Offaly. When the, when the crowds are loud again, we might sell out the community centre there. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, so today, episode three, we're talking about the thing that's closest to my heart my heart in sport. It's I think it's the pinnacle of sport. It's a heavyweight division in boxing. I don't think anything come close to it. Uh, name what you want. If you're in Ireland, Ireland final, Super Bowl, NBA final, World Cup final, Champions League final. To me, there's nothing bigger than the heavyweight division and a big um, heavyweight world title fight. And we're lucky now to be in the midst of the resurgence of um, the heavyweight division. Yeah. Because it was a, sleep, it was a sleeping giant for a good 10, 15 years. Yeah, definitely. And now we are coming back to the glory days. Even with two legends there fighting at the weekend. But we're going to talk about the current legends in the making today, which is the heavyweight division. So... I think it comes to combat sports. So you're more MMA than boxing. I'd be more, you know what I mean? You're more, but whereas I have, well, as a whole, I think I prefer MMA, but not in beat heavyweight boxing. What, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, like I, I would be more of an MMA fan, but um, originally I would have been kind of as combat sports growing up. I would have preferred boxing. I remember watching kind of Bernard Dunn. Remember those Dublin? Do you remember yeah, them? Yeah. Late 2000s and... Um, Remember the 08 Olympics? Remember, remember he won, did he win a world title? Or he did, yeah. Title, uh, the same day Ireland won the... Rugby, was won it? Won the rugby. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, in the last few years, I'm definitely more of an MMA fan. Um, just the whole kind of find it's more clean cut. Who has the belt? Who's the champ? But that's a discussion for another day. But yeah. I do agree with you. You can't beat a, he- a real heavyweight fight. Heavyweight boxing is the most glamorous division You've even heard of many boxers, like even Wilder himself has said, you know, technically, if you really wanted, he could make cruiserweight. Uh, Usyk was a extremely successful cruiserweight, but they all go to heavyweight. Why? For one reason, like it's it's the pinnacle, really. Oh, it's, the sport, it's the pinnacle it? of sport, it really is. Yeah. So that's so. Start off. Can you give me your top ten heavyweights? Yep. So top ten heavyweights. I think can you name more than five? Because big MMA head on you. <laughs> I I should be able to get there. But, uh, yeah, I think the top three is kind of... Everyone's top three, I'd assume, will be somewhat similar. But number one, I'd have uh, Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King. Uh, I think his record kind of speaks for itself. You know, he beat an extremely dominant champion in Klitschko. While he wasn't exactly, you know, the most entertaining Klitschko, he did dominate the division for years. So he kind of... Tyson, number one. And then he... I feel he beat Wilder twice. According to the judges, he only beat him once. But... You know, his record, he's undefeated. He he beat the champ. You know, they said to beat a man, you got to beat the man. Like, he, he beat Klitschko. And, yeah. then, uh, and then in his current year, he so far beat Wilder. And it looks like he's on a collision course for AJ. I was going to say that. I was about to freak out. You said to beat the man, you have to... Or to beat the man, you have to beat the man. I thought yeah. you were going to say Wilder. And I was thinking, don't get it twisted. Who was the man going into that fight? But yeah, yeah. No, no. Klitschko, yeah. Because Wilder, when he fought for it, it was a vacant belt, I'm pretty sure. No, I think he beat Bernard Stavarn for it. I think Stavarn had yeah. it. Yeah. Because I, I think Tyson won the WBC off Klitschko, but he got no, stripped. No, no, uh, Tyson, that was the one belt he didn't have. That Klitschko didn't have? Yeah, not, not the time anyway. I think oh. uh, I think his brother had that belt. 
Yeah, and, and I got passed yeah. around after. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. That's Damon Well, I don't know out. if Klitschko ever actually had the belt, but he didn't have it currently at the time. Mm. That was the he one had belt. the other three, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he had the ring and he got arrested as well. He would, you know, yeah. all sorts of belts on him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd have Tyson number one. Then in second, I'd, I'd have AJ, Anthony Joshua. Um, I think some Americans would put uh, Wilder ahead of him, which to me is bizarre, really. I think well, that's I, the general consensus in America. Yeah, they, and they'd have uh, AJ as like a distant tree as well, which is they might play probably on the Ruiz tree, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> King Kong Ortiz. <laughs> Don't get me started on him. Yeah, <laughs> King Kong. But um, yeah, no, I, I AJ is definitely second for me. Um, he had that great fight with Klitschko at Wembley. Uh, you know, ninety thousand people. It was a it was a real classic fight, wasn't yeah, it? The and the Americans and... kind of spawned that as he beat a forty-one-year-old Klitschko, but not enough Wilder beating a forty-one-year-old, yeah, Lewis Ortiz. Uh, and Klitschko, he didn't look bad in that. No, he... he looked better than he had in like he came yeah, to fight. And years, he hadn't yeah. come to fight in, in about yeah. fifteen years. Yeah, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean. Yeah. No, he he came in good, like um, but yeah, and you know he he's kind of. I know for a number of years they've been trying to organize that Wilder fight with AJ. Hasn't come to fruition yet, anyway. Um, kind of, I don't think it'll ever happen this day. Yeah, I think it's kind of past a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but anyway, um, yeah, you know AJ like when when that Wilder fight couldn't be made, and at the time if we're going back here like two years ago, three years ago, uh, Fury wasn't active at the time. It was him and Wilder. And, you know, whatever reason, that fight could be made. But he did take on all comers. Like, he fought Tackham, the tough fights, Joseph Parker, Povetkin. You know, he fought all the tough guys who, in American fans, probably wouldn't appreciate as much. So, I think AJ's resume kind of speaks for him itself. And, you know, yeah, he's taken on pool of now in another few weeks. You know, I wouldn't have him as one of the top guys in the division. But, you know, well, it's, it's not exactly a pick loss, either, though. Yeah. Uh, AJ will put him it's a typical fight that AJ will like put him away in 7 or 8 or something yeah. you know I think one last pool left to, to Klitschko himself so yeah but, that's right you know, it's not like he, he hasn't fought he hasn't fought anyone really like other than that yeah know, so. but you know he could have you'd hear often the champions taking on like old number 30 or something you know, oh no I'm just saying yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying Pula yeah. I don't think Pula is going to cause much trouble yeah Eddie um, Hearn's a smart man he's not going to He's not going to risk a Fury fight, you know. Did you hear, actually, there's going to be uh, fans at that now? A thousand. It's announced today, yeah, a thousand. Um, today, the UK announced the vaccine today or something, so hopefully we'll get big events again happening. Yeah. Maybe that Wilder, or sorry, that first AJ Fury fight. Yeah. Wembley. Yeah, that, that'd be special. Never know. Yeah, next summer maybe. But uh, then third I'd have, so I'd have Tyson number one, AJ two, Wilder number three, like he does have scary KO power and he's part of that top three. But for me right now, you know, he's a distant third and, you know, his kind of carry on recently has been, it has been embarrassing to talk about like his coach drugged him. He's, you know, oh, the body suit, like his coach that uh, threw the towel and he did him a favor. Like he was getting a bad beating, especially like went seven rounds last two or three of those rounds he was getting a bad beating like the coach uh, saved him from long-term damage in my opinion so he, he, yeah, he ended up sacking that coach then you know yeah like i understood the anger on the night um because you know it's raw emotion but like 
the fact that he's still on about it, like you know. Um, yeah, it's been it's been the Wilder's argument was, now. you know, he talks about killing a man in the ring, so he's like, let me go out, like like I'm willing to put someone else out, kind of thing, which is just you know maybe the way he thinks, but like you know, obviously coaches can't let that happen. Like yeah, you know, their responsibility first and foremost is the safety of the fighters, yeah, than anything else. Yeah. So yeah, he has definitely taken the gloss off his name with like the recent yeah. allegations, the the glove tamp- tampering, the drug accusation. Yeah, what did he say? Fury had in his gloves. He said, "No, I don't know." He just said like he bricks cut. or something. No, <laughs> he said he had. I'm not gonna misquote him now. It was yeah. something in the gloves, but he also said that like he cut open the gloves so his knuckles were exposed. Exposed. Cut him. Cut his ear or something. Wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, but you know, yeah. all the nonsense. Really. Yeah. A member of his team would have had to watch it, like so he'd probably claim it was Mark Reeland who threw in the towels as all yeah. a big conspiracy kind of thing. <laughs> so. But yeah, so a Wilder would kind of round out my uh my top three, so I'd have Wilder third. Um moving on after that then, um I'll just kinda of maybe rattle off these names. Won't go into as much Thank depth. God. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um to, in fourth I'd have um I'd put Dillian White there, um you know, he did lose to Bavikin last, but, you know, Dillian's been in a lot of tough fights. and January 23rd rematch. Exactly. That rematch is happening now. A few short weeks in the new year, so, you know, he might get his vengeance there. It'd be nice to see um, Dillian, I think, challenge for a title in the somewhat near future, hopefully. Um, uh, then in fifth, I'd have Bavikin. Um, You know, he's a tough man. He's been around a long time. Fought Klitschko, fought AJ, albeit lost the boat. But um, you know he's always he's kind of perennial contender. He's always been in and around. Uh, after Bevekin, I'd probably have sixth hmm, Usyk. Uh, you know I think he he's definitely could break into that kind of third spot pretty soon. I think. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Too well, small. I'll, I'll, I'll Not enough power. I'll, I'll say it in my list. Okay. I um. I think in terms of boxing ability, he's up there, but I think he's too small. Yeah, but and the power probably maybe a bit. Well, he never he didn't have power cruise bed either, so probably be more of a factor up against the big men though. Well, yeah, but if you're used to winning out out pointing anyway, so that's what his, his plan wasn't going to go in. He's not his plan wasn't to go in and spark AJ. Like, yeah, you know I mean it was to out, it's out, it's out point him. So then, yeah, I'd, I'd have Usyk sixth, and then in seventh, I'd have. Andy Ruiz, you know, he could be higher on this list, but I just don't think he's the dedication or professionalism. Um, he did beat AJ though, and technically <laughs> for a period, you know, he, he threw the four belts there for a few months. So I suppose it's only fair that he's seventh. Then eight, I'd have probably Joseph Parker. He's a tough fighter. He's that kind of you know, Aussie, you know, tough build. Granite chin, yeah, Dave. granite chin, yeah. He's from he's from New Zealand, isn't he? Yeah, that kind of yeah, same with because kind of Mark Hunt. Do you see you just you know, that's Oceana chin? Oceana, yeah. There's the, you can't put him out, of, Robert like Willer. Kind of no, thing. you can't put him out. Yeah, just tough men. So uh, yeah, I'd have Parker eight. Then after that, um, I'd probably go with Chisora nine. He's a veteran. He's been around a long time. Um. I think we've differing opinions on his last fight <laughs> against Usyk, but he's always a gamer. Like, and well, we have differing opinions. You just watched the commentary, and I didn't. <laughs> Eight four. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk about it later. And then uh, 
Uh, yeah, so I have Chisora in ninth, and then in tenth, I'd have AJ's next challenger in Pulev. It's good. It's a good list. So going to mine, I think the top three speaks for itself. Everyone knows who they are, and I think the weird thing about this era of boxing is I think a lot of what well, I do anyway. I like the three. I like the three of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now Wilder's obviously, if I've mentioned he, with his recent antics, you know, it's harder to like him. But if you actually look at the three people, the three people who have changed their lives through boxing, you know, yeah, largely spread positive influence, you know, um, Fury, you know, all like the mental health stuff, and he's done a lot that way, you know, especially probably in the traveling community where it's still increasingly stigmatized. Yeah, you know? he kind uh, of rep- he's a good representative of them. Now he's come out with some some calls in the past, but like I think that was largely down to his where his head was at. And yeah. Kind of something like that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah, though, and um, so like you, you have to give all credit to Fury. I mean, the man is a marvel. You know, he really is. Like, oh, he's number one by the way. Like, he like by far the best moving heavyweight since Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Um, he it's, moves like a welterweight, and so he does have power in his hands as well. You know, he that's underrated quality because he's so fast, but he does, and um. I just don't see the argument for not putting Fury number one. There's, there's no, there's no one can tell me otherwise. Number two, then I have AJ. Also, another man changed his life through boxing. Was a bit of trouble with the law, and now he's the consummate professional and a great role model for everyone. You know, young and old. Yeah. Um, I just don't think. I think he's unbelievable athlete. I just don't think he's the same boxer as mm, Fury. Yeah. He's very one, two hook set. You know. He's not as fluid at block, all as block, Tyson. You know, jab, right hand, is not it's not it's not a fluidity to him. Now he's getting better, and he showed that in the second um, Ruiz fight. Yeah. His, his ability to box is getting better, but I think he picked it up at like eighteen, nineteen, or something. Yeah. And as I think we said in the last podcast about Amanda Ribas, when you someone like Fury who boxes since he was since he's been walking, you know, it, yeah. it is like walking to him, like it's just something second nature to him. It's what he does. Whereas I think Joshua is someone who picked up boxing was good at it. And you can't recreate that fluidity, that magic, that slickness, that boxing brain. Don't get me wrong, he can beat Fury because while he doesn't have the same power as Wilder, he has the ability to land more and the ability to get inside to land these punches, set up the punches. But for me, he's number two. Number three is Deontay Wilder. Another one, shout out Wilder because, you know, he got into boxing because his daughter, his daughter was, was sick or she's ill or something like that and you know he got in to provide for his family and within 18 months he won an Olympic bronze medal Yeah, and that's that's crazy especially because he couldn't rely on his power as much in amateur yeah, because of the big gloves and the headgear at the time but um, and his short fights and stuff like that but like the man's power I think he's the hardest hitting maybe is he the hardest hitting heavyweight ever he very well could be maybe with the exception of George Harmon you know, the way he throws them too, like they land at awkward, weird angles, like a big looping shot, and people just see him. They go like. Yeah, they get like. He hit Ortiz in the forehead and he went. You know what I mean? <laughs> King Kong Ortiz. Yeah, but that's why I, I'm putting in these things about Wilder and, and the fighters because I'm going to harshly judge him now, but I'd say, like, you know, not judging the man, but like in terms of the skills, he's not even the top 30 in terms of ability in boxing. <laughs> he is brutal. Yeah. He really is, like. Like well, technique wise, that's what I mean. Like yeah, boxing yeah, ability. Yeah. Like he, I think Teddy Atlas put it like you know he's a get out of jail free card. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. He'll do ten things wrong, but or the nine things <laughs> wrong, but the ten thing he'll do is knock you out. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, sure. Both Ortiz fights, he was down heavily on the cards. Six, nah, seven sure. He's never. Down. I mean, I he doesn't be anyone of the 
on the cards really like who's yeah. he going to beat in the cards who does he out- name one in boxing on top of any outboxes if you put him on big 30 ounce gloves on him who's the outbox can't, can't think can't of name. Honest, no yeah. one so but still number three because he has sickening power and the aim of the game is to put people out I suppose so yeah and then number four I have going to be Dillian White as well even over Freckin because even though he just lost to him I feel like he's going to um, he's on an unbelievable run he's, he's going, going to avenge it he's going to avenge that yeah and then he's had a good record the last four or five years for yeah. a lot of tough people oh um, and he's fought people that people like others, didn't others want don't want to fight yeah is it Oscar Rivas yeah he's tough he's tough yeah, man South like, American tough. he is as tough as they come and he can box and he was the mandatory for a while yeah. he never fought Wilder he was a WBC yeah, sure. mandatory so that's that don't that's that's the story of Wilder's career people he didn't fight so um, he's number four for me number five I have Usyk and I'll tell you now though when I when you said I'm only, I'm putting him there because boxing wise I think he's the second best boxer in the division but I think he's too small and that showed big time against Chisora you know he didn't like it he was he was getting folded by everybody shot folded he was do you not see him curling up everybody shot he took he's blocking he, them all he wasn't blocking anything <laughs> Shane the first four rounds what did he block he hated it everybody shot he got hit with he wasn't he was getting out the way of him oh my god for the first four rounds you watched it on on Sky, Sky. Matchroom with, with, with who who's commentating um, Adam Smith Adam Smith and I think it was Frotch oh Smith you mean Matchroom Incorporated yeah. is it <laughs> And in a mushroom production. Yeah. And so when Chisora was landing three punches on the row, were they saying, oh, what a three punch combination by Chisora? Or were they saying, oh, great absorption from, from Usyk? Like, oh, like, the moment Usyk. Yeah. You watched that fight without the commentary. What did you, you score? 8-4, eight, eight, is it? It was 6-6. Seven, seven, it was 6-6. Six, six. It was, six, six. It was a close fight. It, yeah, but it was 6-6. Six, six and there's no... It was un, like... Un, it's, it's not anything else and I don't care what the scorecard said or who disagrees with me if you actually people who watched it in the arena there that night Eddie Hearn scored a 6-6 who is manages Usyk sorry promotes Usyk Usyk's own manager had a 6-6 David Ray had 7-5 Chisora now Dave Ray uh, manages Chisora Bellew had a 6-6 that fight was 6-6 and the commentary colours it because what you're listening to on the screen it it, it it colours what you actually see. Like. It changes your perception. As I say, it's all about frame dependence, how you frame something. Yeah. As, I, as, a, as a proverb goes, like, if you if, a, if you say to a priest, um, can I, when I'm praying, can I smoke? They'll say, oh, well, that's very disrespectful. When you're praying, you should be, you know, that's all you're doing. You're talking conversation with God, whatever, blah, blah, blah. If you say to them, oh, when I smoke, can I pray? Oh, you should bring prayer into everyday activities. You know what I mean? It's all about how you say things. Same <laughs> yeah. with commentary. It's all about how you say things. Yeah. If you land a one-two, if I land a one-two on you, and they go, oh, what a big shots. If you take and they go, you know, well, what a chin on Shane. <laughs> yeah. Then that, that colours how you see it. Like, So you watch fights without the commentary and I'm telling you, you see different things the whole time. Yeah. Carol Frotch is the worst. You know what I mean? You can't trust anything. Yeah, he's, he's, he is very biased. He very biased. And even just aside from him being biased, let's say, with matching people, he has his favourites too. Yeah. You know, the worst one ever was Kell Brook Triple G 
Yeah, I remember oh, watching tri- that. Kell Brook got slapped around from pillar to post until he fight, got stopped in the fifth round. And they were acting as if, oh, what a brave performance from Kell Brook. It was a, more of a clinic from Triple G, really, wasn't it? I think it was just a beatdown. Yeah. I think he won one round. He hit him or something. He, yeah. hit, him, he hit him with a couple of shots. Wow, well done, Kell. <laughs> Here's your participation trophy. They were acting as if he was the second coming, like. <laughs> Do you think uh, so? You're saying it was a draw with Chisora, and that's uh, what I scored it. But I put them five because of the boxing ability. Do you think there'll be a rematch? No, and technically because he was one. And technically speaking, <laughs> he's probably the second best in the division, but he's too small. He was uh, undisputed um, Cruiser, cruiserweight right? champion, so his achievements speak for himself. Olympic gold medalist. That's why he's number five as opposed to oh, I do. Do I think he's the fifth best? I don't know. Um, number six, Pavekin. Been around forever, fought everyone. Didn't always win, but you he said he's a perennial contender. He's always there and he's always game. And he had a big win recently, so how can you not put him there? Number seven, Andy Ruiz. Um, should be higher. Could be higher if he wanted to. Could, could be higher if he wanted. It should be, and he would be as well. Because he has everything. He's the power, the hand speed. And like I know he was out of shape and stuff. That's his natural build anyway. But the way he came in, the second fight was disgraced. Yeah, he 20 really stone. He, what's that? He was 20 stone. Yeah. And he's not a big man either. He's like six foot. Yeah, no, he, he was a, a bad 20 stone too. Like you said, it is his build anyway. He is broad and, you know, he's never going to have chis- chiseled abs. Like, But in the second one, Jesus, like he was shocking shape. Yeah, and uh, sure, he went on the schnock there for 18 months. What can you expect? But um, was he gassing halfway through the second one? Um, he, just, he wasn't really doing he anything. He didn't do anything. Yeah, he, just yeah. didn't, he literally stood there, took his money and went home. Yeah. And he seemed kind of ha- like happy about it too, which probably bad, you um, know. Oh, he's very, he's actually like, he, the man never deserved to be world heavyweight champion, you know what I mean? And he'll be, if he doesn't, if, if he cops himself on now, he does have a chance to go down. Because once, because he's, he's, he's young enough for boxing heavyweights, I think he's less yeah. than 20 pro fights, you like know. Once in, um, once Fiori's out of the picture, there's no reason why he shouldn't win a world title again. Yeah, if he doesn't and, and Boiler, I don't think, has no, that long left either. No. Well, I think he's a chance against Boiler. Yeah, I think that'd be a good fight. If he cops himself on, if he doesn't, he'll just be forgotten about as a one-hit wonder, like, you know what I mean? But yeah. we'll see. Number seven. Less said about, the less said about him, the better at the moment, because I think he, he was he was disgraced. It was one of the worst performances I've ever seen in heavyweight title fight. He yeah. was a disgrace. It would have been better if he got knocked out in the first minute, because you could say, oh, he got caught. He put on... Was, 12 rounds he walked around the ring and he was clearly out of shape hadn't trained he was he called for uh, the trilogy after like it was absurd like no, it was no. and, and his head coach as well said in the post fight presser like that he was trying to get him in the gym trying to get him to train he was only turning up half the time and it's been the same since they left him it's... yeah he left his coach since and... the coach left him yeah sorry and he, he hasn't fought since you know and he got a new coach as well and he said work with Teddy Atlas and Teddy Atlas was gone within weeks yeah. now that, that might be fake news but uh, just a casual fan yeah. so forget it um, it's number 7 is it yeah number 8 I'm going to put Chisora because I think in terms of the scope of heavyweights at the moment just big fights recently and I think he still has it in him does he have a world title left in him no I don't I think don't so I don't think so there's that WBA regular belt which isn't an official world title but it's kind of I think he should fight Manuel Char for yeah. that just <laughs> yeah Manuel Sharp on a eternal hiatus. Yeah, I, th- I think he's done fought in like four years or something. Chisora, though, I'd almost like to see him hang it up some I think he could be Syrian, more. so I'm not sure if there's something going on there, if he's, okay. he's stuck there. Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on, but um, 
it would make sense why they haven't stripped him in four years. <laughs> you know, if there was like legitimate grounds for why him. he couldn't fight, like you know. Yeah. So I maybe I'm reading too much into that. I don't know. But um, do you think Chisora has many fights left? No, he doesn't. But I'd like to see him hang it up, kind of. His games they come though. I can really see is. him stepping in late notice if he's a chance to world title fight. You know, he might pull a Michael Bisping. Yeah. You know, and, um, and uh, the last fight he was in, he was in great shape. I think he matches up best with AJ as well. How would Chisora Wilder go? Uh I think Wilder puts him out. Left, let's be honest. Yeah, but if don't get me wrong, if Chisora catches him, he's gone as well. Because yep. besides Fury, he's fought no one on Chisora's level. And don't give me the RTs talk. Because RTs doesn't make do the top 10. give me the RTs talk. The Americans built him up as if he was Mike Tyson or something. The man has fought absolutely no one. He was 41 years of age. So if he was that good and Wilder beat this world-class fighter, why wasn't he t- where was he 10 years ago when he was 31? <laughs> where was he? Fighting the... The, the local shows I said why wasn't he fighting David Hay yeah why wasn't he fighting Klitschko where was he I'm asking a question where was he <laughs> I don't know where he was there you go nowhere so he was he's not great now I like Ortiz as a man there's nothing against him but the way he was built up in the American media and the way they were acting as if Wilder beat this inconquerable champion it's absolutely ridiculous is, uh, is Wilder's promoter Showtime or am I is it HBO or um, um. No, it's Could like your man, Shelley Finkel, you know? Oh, yeah. I think they're but, PBC or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, c- but congrats to them anyway on whatever kind of promo they put together for that well, RTS fight. They had all the boxing over their back and it was an American champion of... For, for that RTS thing because, yeah, like you'd even go on YouTube and watch a video of, like, you know, a preview for Wilder's next fight or I watched they have the free fight up of... um him against Ortiz and all the comments were like, oh, he, he took out a tough man there, you know, one of the top guys in the divisions. They're calling him, like, the greatest, Wilder the greatest of this era. Like, it's crazy stuff, like. No, it's mad. It's, and it's pure propaganda in the American boxing scene because they were craving heavyweight champions. Yeah. They didn't have one for a long time. Well, they had Charles Martin, but, you know, that was yeah. the, what's the shortest term. Yeah. History. And Andrew Ruiz then as well. But, um, uh, Wilder, like yeah, they their whole narrative is that AJ has fought nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and AJ Pavet- has fought number like Pavetkin, you know, four, five, six, three, seven. Yeah, Pavetkin, Joseph Parker, Dillian White, uh, Klitschko, Carlos Tackham. Carlos Tackham. They're all and Dominic Brazil. When when Pavetkin. Wilder fought Dominic Brazil, they're acting as if he was taking on um some some beast. Yeah, and forget about that. Joshua gave him an absolute pacing about three years before that. Like yeah. Uh, people like Melina who who Joshua knocked out in three rounds took Wilder nine and he got hurt by Melina yeah I, re- I remember I forgot about that actually yeah so that's why I taunt him. I think that's why I think Chisora is better than anyone that Wilder has fought so why not put him in there with Wilder like you know what I mean and now it's a dangerous fight and he probably will get slept but I'm just saying give Wilder see if Wilder can swim in deep waters like yeah Um, number nine Oscar Rivas Am I getting his name right? I think it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, Him yeah. anyway. Yeah, he's just he's a good boxer. Like he knocked down Dillian White, vastly underrated. He has a he beat Andy Ruiz in the amateurs. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really are a boxing casual, aren't you? <laughs> well, you know, I kind of know the car. I wouldn't know the backgrounds of let's mm-hmm. say Oscar Hivas. Yeah, I'd know some of the top guys' as amateur kind of experience, but. Yeah, yeah the, the casual fan I think could be safe to say maybe. yeah 
But um, yeah, he's number nine, number ten, and I have Pulev as well. There's nothing to say about him; he's just there. <laughs> um, that's my top ten anyway. I think interesting discussion though to say that the commentary does color what you see. That's what I took from that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So next time you watch fight anyone out there, don't don't watch the commentary. You know It'd what I mean? be interesting actually because we have coming up in uh, uh, not this weekend, the following weekend, uh, AJ Pulev, and sure, he's literally the poster boy of. Sky and uh, Matchroom, they have a about 30 foot poster of them outside the Sky studio. Um, so it'd be interesting to see that without the commentary, to be honest, because yeah, he's literally their golden boy, you know. See, that's the thing with AJ and Fiori. I don't know, will it, will it be on Sky Sports? Will it be on BT? Will they do a, a joint show? Uh, yeah, a- and yeah, well, the that, US that commentary well. will all depend on where you're watching it, you know. I hope so, they do a mix or something because you know, like I they said, they want they'll both show. I think in America they, this yeah. year for Wilder Fury did HBO on show it or on PBC did a, and the zone. I think they, yeah, they're all showing it. So they do it. They'll do a split, but that'll I'm sure that's all be sorted out by yeah. higher ups yeah. and things like that. So I suppose will we get in to AJ and Fury? Yeah, because that that's the fight to make. It, yeah, and it looks like it's being made, isn't it? With a, a two-fight deal. Mm. A two-fight deal, yeah, um, for 2021. Hopefully... They finally got it over the line. I think the original plan was April, September, or April, November, or something like that. But I don't think they'll do April now, because I think they'll, they'll have to have fans in for that. They will have to have fans Yeah, in definitely. It. And I think uh, Eddie Hearn was saying, which I think is fair enough, uh, over the two-fight deal, you know, it'd be great for the UK audience to get the two best from this era, and they're both from the UK... Uh, be great to get the two fights in the UK, but I think he was kind of saying it'll probably one in UK and one international, one in Saudi, I say. Yeah, for the money, the money, and you, you know, begrudge the fighters that either. Yeah, but as long as they have to do one in in Wembley, so yeah, surely it'd be bad if they go abroad. Like um, that that would set them up for life, you know. The I'm sure they're fine anyway, but yeah, definitely, and they deserve generational it, like, wealth. It's people give out about the fighters getting the money, but that's the people who should get the money. No, so people don't give up about fighters getting the money, but people hear these pay packets and they go, jeez, how could you justify someone making that much money for 36 minutes work? But it is years of work. And Lifetime. Who would you rather get the money? The fighters actually putting on the show or some fella in a suit in the, in the back? Yeah, especially too. Imagine there, let's say they do one. And now they're all making the money, don't get me wrong, but you know what I mean. The more pocket the lines, the more are. money in the fighters' pockets, the better as far as I see. Like, you know... The money has to go somewhere, and at the end of the day, they're the two star names on the bill. I mean, if you've ninety thousand at Wembley paying a hundred quid each, like that's, you know, that's a big gate revenue. Never mind the pay per view on top of it. I have my calculator here from work. Yeah, go on. <laughs> ninety thousand by a hundred. Go. Me? Yeah. Da da da. <laughs> Dara, producer. Yeah, man, I mean, there'll be more. I thought it would be more. To be honest, with some of the tickets, the, the ringside, yeah, yeah. the ringside be multiple and the thousand. boxes and stuff, they'll be all huge. Because I don't know if you uh, remember this, we went to um, a UFC card. Uh, yeah, I do remember. Two yeah. and a half. No, 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 <laughs> not that far. About two and a half years ago, but I don't remember. Don't know if you remember when we were booking the tickets. We got um, kind of the nosebleeds, weren't they? Um, they were good though. We could still see. Yeah, we could see. But um, anyway. I don't know if you know, but when me and uh, Evan were looking at the tickets on the website, the like ringside ones, and you know that wasn't like it was Massive a good fight, card, yeah. but it wasn't like you know. No, there were two world title fights on it. Yeah, but I know what you mean. It you wasn't know, global superstars. It wasn't a, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a Jones or 
Adesanya or McGregor or whatnot. But you know, the the floor seats for that were like five k per per seat. Jeez, yeah. Geez. So imagine now what a floor seat would be, you know, for for AJ and Fury. I'd say to be going for fifty thousand. So it'd be ten in there. So it'd be yeah. Oh, the front row. Like, you know, they always. Do you think they give away some of them? Sure. Probably. Well, obviously, yeah. like Mike Tyson's Family. gonna get one for free. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? The big yeah. names, like. But. Yeah, but but those kind of fr- front like four or five rows, I say, be insane money, like. Oh, crazy! But yeah, so it'll be a big money fight, and you know, hopefully, we get to see that at oh, least I'm definitely once, going twice. Anyway. I'm going. I don't care. Yeah. Let's start at the start. <laughs> what if it's in Saudi? Are you going? Well, the first one, there's one of them in the UK. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah. I, why not? Like. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's <laughs> more or less on the doorstep. Yeah. Two greats from the same, the two best from the same era. You know, from the same nation. How often do you see that in boxing? And as you said at the start of this podcast, it all kind of comes circles back to it. Like you know, it's just the kind of pinnacle, really. Mm. Like you, it's if you said to me, you can like, either go to that fight or you can go to Super Bowl, Champions League final, World Cup final, and the NBA finals. I'd say I'm going to the fight. Yeah, you know what I mean. I probably like uh, no. Do you mean that for any heavyweight? No, uh, no, no. I mean for the AJ, <laughs> AJ Pulev. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna watch Shar and. Uh, Oscar Rivas for the WBA. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but yeah, for, for this fight, yeah, definitely not in top set in the sporting context. So who we think we already know who we think wins because we both put Fury number one. But I'm just going to say, why does he win? How does he win? Yeah, um, like how I think Pat to, Fury, or, excuse me, Pat to victory for Fury um, I think would be... I say the first few rounds, he's kind of warming up, doing his thing, probably sticking the tongue out by the third round. Uh, I I see AJ uh winning a couple of the middle rounds, kind of getting going, but I think eight, nine, tenth, it starts going like downhill for AJ. You know he he does have a good gas tank, but there is I notice in some of his fights there's a point usually where one or two of the rounds, you know, it's not major where he looks a bit tired and he kind of takes the carry that much the, muscle. Yeah, yeah he, he manages for someone that is so muscle bound. He he manages his cardio a lot better than most mm. that size. Like he kind of half takes a round off, and then the next one he's kind of rejuvenated, fresh again, ready to go. But don't know if that'll fly against Tyson. Like he can go all day. I think it's a um, second win. I think it's like a similar to McGregor. He almost gets a look in his face. It's like oh, like you recognize. Okay, he's in trouble now. Like you know, when he starts going backwards, and he kind of. He goes back kind of straight as he well. Gonna, I don't know. It's also, now fear is the complete wrong word. I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but it's like you know when he realizes he's more realizes he's he realizes he's out of breath, and he realizes that he's going to have to survive here. Like yeah, it's like in the sixth round, and he's like, oh, another six of these. Yeah, to, you know what I mean. But then it's kind of thing. Did you ever notice there? Um, I remember watching with you when he was fighting Parker. Kind of there was slowed a little bit around the sixth or seventh. Then when he was in the ninth, you you could see. His whole kind of body language shifted. It was if like, oh yeah, I only have, I yeah, only exactly. have two, three like rounds the, here, and he starts the end is near, coming like, out hot. Like, like uh, same, same with um the two fights he's gone the distance with. He managed his cardio very, very well. Yeah. Ruiz and Parker. I remember two fights yeah. the distance. Didn't he? Yeah, that's right. He's had a few like late uh, finishes, but yeah, yeah and he's managed it very well. And especially for like we said, a man of his size. Would he come out like that against Fury though? Because I don't think. I think he has to kind of blitz him. Yeah, because no one, he's not going to box him. No, you know, and the reason why I think I think Wilder might beat AJ because of a matchup wise, because he might blast him out. 
because you know AJ doesn't have a bad chin he's a good chin but he's been put down yeah. by Klitschko he's been put he's put, he put down by Ruiz a few times White uh, amateurs then White in the amateurs he put down by uh, David Price in sparring now David Price hits as hard as any human being that ever lived yeah but, is, he, um, is he retired now? he probably should be <laughs> yeah he hits very hard but he doesn't take hits very well yeah but um, yeah so that's why I can see him that was struck I know that's a 50-50 in my eyes because of that but the reason why I think AJ matches up better with Fury and has a better chance of beating Fury than Wilder does of beating Fury is because although he doesn't have the same one punch power as Fury he still has power in his hands but he's able to put himself in positions to actually yeah. land yeah. you know what I mean like Wilder like you know exactly what he's going to do he's just going to throw it you know AJ does have the somewhat boxing ability to yeah. get inside set up better the punches you know IQ. better boxing IQ he's going to land more on Fury now Having said that, I still don't think it's enough. I think Fury, as you say, wins the first few rounds comfortably because AJ does kind of take the first few rounds to even gauge his opponent anyway. Yeah. So I don't, I think he'd, be, he'd yeah, almost that's why give they, up the first few rounds. If yeah. they were trying to give him the game plan, oh, look, AJ, you need to go in and maybe not, not blitz him in. No, I see, no, that doesn't work in boxing. So that's an MMA thing again. No, but I'm saying even if the plan is to get him out within four or five, like I wouldn't call him a slow starter, but you know that's not a style to come out too hard like if you come out and you try and blitz fury oh yeah you're not gonna land the glove like yeah Yeah. you know that's that's more of an mma thing where people's head movement isn't the same level you know what i mean you can blitz a wrestler with an overhand you can't blitz the gypsy king like (laughs) you know what i mean yeah you do do. (laughs) (laughs) so you're saying there's a skill difference there of course, the skill difference in striking between boxing and MMA. Like, I'm not breaking news here, am I? <laughs> what about, um, like, let's say, uh, Muay Thai and boxing? Like, what if, you know, a boxer, how would he do trying to check a kick? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's the casual fan. What are you talking about? You're, you're saying a boxer has better movement. Like, sure, he wouldn't have better movement if he was trying to take a kick. Yeah, but they're going to kick him, is he? <laughs> I th- yeah, but I was on about I moved on. I was on about like um just indifference boxing versus MMA. Like, what are you talking about? Boy? Could a boxer take a leg kick? You're asking me. No, they couldn't. Do you happy now? <laughs> okay. I, anyway, so first three rounds, Fury outboxes him fairly easy. <laughs> then fifth, sixth, seventh, I think AJ starts having a bit more success, starts landing a bit more. But I still I. Not nothing too significant. So I think going into later rounds, Fury's up in the card. I think AJ starts to go out, not go uh, kind of gas out and fade a bit. And I think uh, Fury puts on him and he gets a, either late stoppage 11th or goes to the decision. Yeah. But you can't put it past Fury, just come out and, and just jab him for 12 rounds either. Yeah. Depends how he feels in the day, doesn't it? Yeah. It's not, yeah. The thing with uh, AJ, he'll come in with a structured plan over the camp. You know, this is how they're going to try to win it. With Tyson, like you said, it really does. Like they could be working on this for eight, eight weeks, ten weeks. He'll decide on the on the day of if. Oh, what, what, yeah, what, yeah. what way he's, he's going to? That's what makes like, him so great. Is just his insanity in some ways. You know what I mean? That he just doesn't even know what he's going to do himself. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, yeah. I think we bought an agreement there. I think some people. I think a lot of people who listen to this, if they're not maybe that well versed in boxing, will think what are you talking about of course age is going to win look at him yeah. look at him compared to Fiora because you put <laughs> if you ask a hundred random people and put pictures to him together who's going to win 
no yeah. one's gonna yeah. say Fiore. If yeah, you they'll know. go. Do you want this guy chiseled? You know, yeah. <laughs> in some condition. Um, you know, he's he's quite known brand wise as well. AJ, yeah. you know, he's 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 kind of recognized against. Oh, here's the fat guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, I I don't see any argument. Like you know, we're saying our opinion. Fiore is going to win. But if someone says to me, "Oh, I think AJ is going to win," what is your argument? Like, like I, I, I do believe that AJ can beat him. But where's the argument that he's favorite? No, he, he can't be favorite. Do you think he'd be favorite in the bookies? They're probably doing odds already. Oh, but I don't know. Barrett, sure you try to pull that up there. Who's favorite if if it's there? Yeah. And what in the meantime, me and Tully was saying, "What were you we talking about, my tie?" A minute ago, I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. That was off her. What are you saying? <laughs> Um, AJ Fury odds. No, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, surely, surely the bookies couldn't have him as favor because you know the bookies have been caught before, and I'm sure they have boxing specific odds makers. Like the classic example, different sport was uh, you know, in MMA with McGregor Diaz won, but surely they wouldn't. They'd be much well more prepared for this. Okay, Paddy Power have Fury favor anyway, four to seven. Yeah, and age eleven to eight, and uh, twenty-two to one on a draw. No, not worth the bet there, is it? And what, what, what do you think? Do you think the odds are fair? Or? I think it's fair. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. fair. I think, yeah, I think their bookies, you know, the bookies don't go out of business. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. You're never going to beat the bookies in the long run. So no, they, they make they are they're smart and they they have those odds for a reason and I think they've learned from respects you were saying with McGregor Diaz one where they had promotion because they just saw the record and thought oh yeah, sure this guy what, like 19 wins 10 losses yeah. gives the guy McGregor <laughs> but yeah that's basically it I think um, yeah I think that kind of wraps it for this week um, that's our thoughts on the fight um, as you can see we, we both kind of favour Tyson but you know, you can let us know um, what you think about it. If you think it's AJ's fight to lose, if it's Tyson's fight to lose. We're also, we, we forgot Dave to plug the Instagram. So we, we have yeah. an Instagram page. It's uh, at the casual fan underscore pod. So we'll probably be putting up a few stories there of like, um, you know, polls or like um, topics you'd like to see on discussed on the podcast. Or even if you want to just um, send us a DM of anything that you'd like to see us cover. Because to fair, we're actually we got a lot more listens and actual followers because we forgot to even mention it in the first yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, so if you were to listen to this and you don't know how you found us, you didn't find us through the Instagram, follow us there and we try to build more of a presence. Yeah, exactly. Then we also do have a Patreon as well. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash the casual fan. So if you'd like to support us there, you can do that as well. And thanks for listening. <laughs>